0: The best to the 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 up though fam welcome to chopping it up with d randall virtual barbershop experience this is your boy d randall let's sit down in this chair and chop it up everybody is welcome all opinions is welcome it's a family oriented show ladies you welcome give your opinion on what you think i actually welcome your opinion fellas you know i welcome y'all Give me what you feel. Tell me how you think. Because that's what we do in the barbershop. Let's get ready to chop it up. This episode is sponsored by my wife, Tia Monique, and she has a business called Let It Out Academy Academy Publishing. My wife is a book coach that has all-inclusive self-publishing packages. It's time to share your stories with the world schedule your discovery call at www.tmonique.com that's www.t-i-a-m-o-n-i-q-u-e.com www.tmonique.com let it out academy publishing ladies question for y'all I just want to ask a quick question see how y'all feel about this I take all opinions no opinion is a wrong opinion because it's just that an opinion is the financial piece the most important piece in a relationship for y'all is that the most important piece is that the only piece and I'm asking because now that you have climbed the corporate ladder And I'm not going to say every woman. It's just what I've seen. A lot of the ladies have put the financial piece way above the other important pieces in a relationship. It's been put out there that if you don't have the money, you don't have the corporate status, you don't have the financial status, you don't have the power. I think that's a good word. That fits where they are. They don't want to be bothered. Because they feel like they can do all that by themselves. And my question is, ladies, is that true? I was raised to respect a woman mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. All those things were very important in a relationship. And a lot of the women that I grew up with and the women that helped raise me, instilled that in me and i'm wondering what happened because it's the ladies man it's the ladies nowadays that's really financially hungry and they're climbing the the corporate ladder and the financial ladder quicker than than us men i have to be honest they doing all they can they have fought for equality and i respect that I really do, because I come from a long line of strong women. Long line of women that's hustlers. A long line of women that will do what they have to do for their family. I married one. She's a hustler. She do what she can for her family. My thing is this, though. Once you climb that ladder, when did that start to change? When was it just the financial piece? when did you exclude everything else because my thing is words have life you attract what you speak so if you speaking on all, all that matters to you is that i'm independent and if you're not in the status where i am i don't need you you're going to attract that man that's going to be in that financial status who's going to dog you and that's the last thing most women won't so once again ladies when did it change When did you stop looking for the other pieces in a strong relationship? I knew one of my friends, man, him and his girl. I think they married now. But him and his girl had lost everything. They lost literally everything. And I remember talking to him, and he told me that was some of the best times of his life because he realized that he had a ride or die. He was uh, impressed, and he fell in love even stronger because she didn't leave him. She kept pushing him, and because of that, he kept pushing her, and it made their relationship way stronger, and they are inseparable now. He saw that she looked at him and saw all the potential. Just because he failed, doesn't mean she leave. Nowadays, the ladies, if, ladies, some of y'all, y'all cutthroat. Y'all act like how men act sometimes. You are super cutthroat. And maybe it's our fault. Maybe we done did a lot of stuff that's hardened your heart so tough that maybe, just maybe, you like, okay, I ain't finna go through all this. Okay, that's valid. I still believe that you ladies work too hard for equality just to be kicking somebody down when it was done to you remember what the fellas used to do to y'all they used to if you want light-skinned we ain't getting at you if you wasn't thick we were not getting at you if you wasn't easy they weren't talking to you they didn't want to be bothered and now that you've done everything for the equal rights and the equality in all places the workforce and the corporate world um music business movie business y'all done bust your tail to get where you need to be think about what you're going through think about what you went through and put it in perspective that you went through way too much to do what you didn't want done to you I remember reading a post, it was a screenshot of a woman who put out, I'm paraphrasing, that a nice guy came and asked her out, she thought he was nice looking, She he approached her the right way, and he asked her out for a date, and she said, sure, no problem, I'll let her go on a date with you, where are we going? He told her Applebee's, and she said she went slap off on him, told him she drive her own BMW, she got her own money. She on the corporate ladder Obviously way more than you Because you suggested Applebee's And I don't need you And you're not worth my time And walked off And she ended her post Once again I'm paraphrasing Ladies you don't need a man like that Set your standards high So there was a woman who commented on it Now this is a Ladies this is a woman who commented And I'm paraphrasing what she said She said This guy's probably happy That she walked off because his idea of a, of taking her to Applebee's was trying to figure out who she was, get to know her, see what she brings to the table, tell her what he brings to the table, and maybe they can start courting each other. He seen right off go what you were about, and he was thankful to God that he that he walked off. And you don't know what he was about because you didn't take the time to find out because you because he was taking you to Applebee's. He could have owned a chain of Applebee's. He could have had his own business. He could have been a multimillionaire. You don't know because he said, let's go to Applebee's. Some people are simple. Some people just want to go to a simple place. They don't have to go to roof Chris all the time. They ain't got to spend $300 on a meal. To, if that makes you feel special, then I don't know what to tell you. So she ended her, her comment by saying, ladies, don't judge a book by its cover you never know what you kicking away and that was profound that was profound because i was like she is absolutely right she is telling the truth and i can take it for both sides because fellas i've been there too you look at the pretty woman you look at that she from the neck down she gorgeous model face and she dumb as a bag of rocks Don't bring anything to the table. She lazy, want to spend your money. Don't want to push you in any form, mentally, physically, spiritually. She ain't trying to do nothing at all. And that gets cumbersome and it gets boring. And I know y'all ladies feel the same way. All he want to do is get what he want and go about his business. And I understand you got your guard up. That still shouldn't deter you from being what a woman is a woman albeit she can handle hers she still soft. she still take care of her king she still makes her king feel like a king because if she feel that she's making her man feel like a king she was smart a real man will make his woman feel 10 times like a queen whatever you're doing for him he gonna triple and quadruple what he gonna do for you? Because he know you got his back, and a lot of times that's all the fellas want. Ain't even about financial things when it comes to us. Sometimes we just want the camaraderie, compatibility, the mental covering, the spiritual covering, the physical love. You may not know how to cook. Maybe that's not what he wanted. Maybe he like, hey, I'm coming home to my woman. We can go order something. But I know when we get I get home, my peace is there. And she brings the peace as soon as I walk through the door. That's what it's about. Ladies, I don't know when it changed. Y'all tell me what y'all think. Because I'm I'm interested. I would love to know. My thing is a lot of the ladies that's saying all this you go down on their facebook page they still trying to figure out why am i so lonely i don't understand why no man want me look at that woman in the mirror check her out look at what she's putting out in the atmosphere and what you are attracting to yourself is it really worth it is it money doesn't run everything money gets you a lot of stuff it can't buy peace i've known and seen millionaires kill themselves because money can't buy peace money really can't buy love there you know the old beatles song can't buy me love money can't buy me love that's true money can buy a whole lot can't buy love it can buy lust It can definitely buy lust can't buy love so ladies tell me how you feel about that let me know what's on your mind on that. Let's switch gears out and brought up music. Where my music fans at? Where y'all at? I am a huge, huge music fan. I love music to death. Grew up on it. Pops can sing. Mother in law can sing. Wife can sing. Everybody can sing. I do a little something. I, you know, I do a little something. It's fun. You know, I like that fun. But I've always, since I was a kid, loved music. I started off enjoying jazz. I'm a jazz guy. Growing up in school, my friends was like, "Man, you an old man and a young dude body," because I'm I'm a '70s kid, born in 1976. I love '70s music. Can't get enough of it. Enjoy it. So, my question to my peoples out there: Which one you like, old school, new school? What you like? I myself, I'm a little biased because I like I just said I'm. Born in 76. I am an old school guy. I love old school music. Nothing against the new music. I just can't wrap myself around it. I'm not really into the new music like I would be into the old music. I go back as far as the 20s jazz and, you know, the old New Orleans style jazz. I'm a huge old school hip hop fan. Um. You know, I grew up in the NWA, LL, Big Daddy Kane, Run DMC, Heavy D, the fun rap with Fresh Prince, uh, MC Hammer, you know, the uh, cold-blooded rap with uh, Eric B and Rakim, the the crazy rap, the Beastie Boys. I'm a Michael Jackson fan. I love Prince, um, Temptations, OJs. the honestly brothers i love that music that's what i grew up on and it's amazing to me and if you look at the new music a lot of it doesn't tell a great story it tells stories it is you have talented people out here don't get me wrong there's a lot of talented people out here in this new genre of music i just can't get into it because the stories they tell really are not stories to me like i said i'm telling my age And I'm a tad bit biased. (laughs) At the end of the day, though, when you look at some of the songs that was out back then, you got the Ohio Players, Heaven Must Be Like This, Bill Withers, Grandma's Hands, uh, Use Me. You got um, some of the old funk parliament Flashlight. One Way with Cutie Pie and, and Mr. Groove. Um, uh, it's so many Temptation songs. I don't even want to name them. It's so many Michael Jackson and Jackson Five songs. It's Prince songs. It's uh, the Dramatics, the Manhattan, Jeffrey Osborne. Those music, that music right there told stories. It taught you how to treat a woman. It taught you uh, how it was growing up in the seventies. I can think of uh, Donny Hathaway even though he didn't do a lot of singing on the song, but if you hear the ghetto, you know, Too Short used that beat years later, and you did a rap to it, but it was Donnie Hathaway, grew up on the south side of Chicago, who made it cool to be from the ghetto, little ghetto boy. All them things like that, they told stories, man, and it was amazing. The Osley Brothers, man, taught you how to, showed you how to Treat a woman and what you wouldn't be scared to see to show a woman what she meant to you. You're all I need. Make me say it again, girl. You know, uh Beyonce used that and she was singing with Ron, but it still doesn't have the 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 uh storytelling as if Ron was singing it by himself. And I love Beyonce, a talented woman. She one of the best singers I've Female-wise, I got to give her, her her props. But then you got Whitney Houston and her voice. And, you know, I, I like I say, I'm biased. I'm, I'm real biased because there's a few that came out in the late 90s, early 2000s. Like, I'm a Jill Scott fan. I love D'Angelo. I love Erica Badu. They are the, the three amigos of uh, Neo Soul. They are, I mean, D'Angelo's the king, and Erica is the queen, and Jill would be the princess. They would be the the three hottest neo-soul singers that came out, and I love all three of them. And they told the stories, and they evolved with the music in the mid to late 90s going into the 2000s. You know, Eminem, big fan of his, another mid-90s, 2000s, I mean, I like Fifty Cent. Yeah, all right, but you still got guys that was early '90s that still went strong, like Buster Rhymes and Q-Tip, and they evolved with the music and hip hop. And you know, the the gangster the gangster rap kings period was gonna always be N.W.A. They gonna always be that. They gonna always respect Q. They're gonna always respect Dre. They're gonna always give respect to Easy E because he's the father of the gangster rap. And you can see it through Snoop. He evolved. He came out in the early 90s and he's still going strong. LL still going strong. He came out in the eighties as a 19 year old. I need love. And then twenty years later, he does Hey Lover with Boys to Men. It's a lot of them. Big Daddy Kane, even though he's retired, one of my favorite guys. But music then, they had it to where it was fun-loving. And it was um, gangster as well, but they had the the dance music, Heavy D, MC Hammer, Will, Will Smith with the funny, happy rap. And it's, it's, that music then made to me what music is now. Because if you think about it, a lot of that stuff is being sampled. We learned that sampling started back in the late 70s. And they were sampling a lot of James Brown, Muddy Waters, um, Dizzy Gillespie. All those guys was being sampled and moved into their music. The Beatles, uh, Mick Jagger, uh, Aerosmith did a lot of sampling. All that stuff is how music evolved and if you're a music fan and music historian as i think i am you look at what music means and can you evolve in music and a lot of cats have and they've passed the torch to some really good really really good artists i just think in my opinion who's whoever is writing a lot of the songs I don't know if they're putting their heart and soul in it. Whoever's doing the music, they're doing an outstanding job. The producers are really good. They have done, they have put some beats together. The beats to me is catchy, but when I learn the words, I'm not really into the song. And that's what makes the music that I grew up on in honor of my mother, Earth, Wind & Fire, man. Those guys, that group put out hits and they made you feel good they made a woman feel good they made having a good time being great marvin gay probably is one of the most social people i've ever heard with his soul singing yet he's singing about politics mercy mercy me what's going on and stevie wonder with everything he's done whether it be love happiness politics they took everything and ran with it and that's what to me makes music great in that era as opposed to this one not saying the music is good i'm biased so i need y'all opinion i need what i need i really need some new school people because a lot of the people i hang with they old school they're gonna pretty much side with me i need some some young blood some young cats that's gonna tell me hey yo d you need to really sit down and listen to her you really need to sit down and listen to Adele. They they got good music. I think you'll enjoy their music. And you may be right. But I'm just used to what I grew up on. Luther Vandross, can't forget him. James Ingram, uh, Jeffrey Osborne. Those cats, man, I could throw that music on and my pops be like, hey, Damon, turn that up. I already know I got to get on the phone and call that lady, man, because he's going to be singing. And that I'm telling you. That's what made music what it was for me. I enjoyed it. Whenever I'm angry, I, I'd rather sit down and listen to the music. My old fifth grade teacher was a jazz lover, and she used to tell me music can tame this most savage beast. And to a certain extent, she's right. She was bringing up a great point because I I would sit down and be angry about something. Who knows what it was? And I can listen to a little jazz, a little cool in the gang, a little uh, Kenny G, uh, Pat Metheny, or some something like that. And I forgot what I was mad about. Throw a little Luther on, a little fun music, or something to that nature, and, and I'm good. But through it all, I think music is a universal thing that can tame the savage heart i'm a huge gospel music lover i was born and raised in the church i ain't afraid to admit it and i love gospel music <laughs> i enjoy listening to it it's another thing that calms the spirit music has a way of bringing out the best and it also has a way of bringing out the worst Because there's some gangster rap That brings out the worst in the people Because they're trying to emulate What that gangster rapper is But you got to remember this A lot of those cats Doing that gangster rap Some of them was raised in it Some of them live in the most affluent Neighborhoods in the country Just rapping gangster There ain't no gangster But you got to be careful What you're putting in your ears And that's another reason why I adore old school music i really do because a lot of the things that they were putting in your head it wasn't making you violent or making you go do ignorant stuff because there are some things in music can be subliminal and it can hypnotize you and you don't even realize it so tell me what you think tell me how you feel is it old school for y'all or is it new school always have always Will be old school probably until the mid to late '90s. I'll I'll go that, that far. I can go as far back as the '50s with Muddy and '60s and '70s with James Brown, all the way probably to the '90s with Boys to Men, Joe to C, Jagged Edge, 112, SWV, those those type of groups. Let me know how you feel. Give me your opinion all opinions are accepted. Well, about to get out this chair, y'all. It was fun chopping it up with you. I hope you enjoyed yourself. My barber got y'all, my virtual barber got y'all looking good, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to sign out, but I'm not going to leave without saying this episode was also sponsored by Creative 8 Incorporated. Get all your graphics done for any event or announcement. Website design, flyers, logos, business cards, brochures, and full branding packages. Email Tamara at tmonique.com. That's T A M A R A at t i a m o n i q u e.com. Tamara at com creative eight incorporated this is your boy d randall i'm gonna holler at y'all when we sit in this chair in the virtual shop. <laughs>